This conference will now be recorded. Set up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye, ye gates, lift up you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Amen. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. You are the mighty warrior. You are great in battle. Jehovah is your name. You are the mighty warrior. You are great in battle. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Oh, Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. You are the mighty warrior. You are great in battle. Jehovah is your name. Oh, you are the mighty warrior. You are great, great in battle. Jehovah is your name. Great one, great one, great one, great one. We worship your name. Oh, great one. Great one, great one, great one. We worship your name. Oh, great one, great one, great one, great one. We worship your name, oh God, oh God, great one, great one, 
Great one, great one, we worship your name, my gracious redeemer, my Savior. At thou, O Lord, forever, I love, I love you, my Jesus, tis now, my Jesus, I love I love you, I know thou art mine, for thee, oh, all the follies of sin, I resign. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior, art thou, art thou, O Lord, boy forever. I love, I love you. My Jesus, tis now, oh, my great, gracious Redeemer, my Savior, Savior, art thou, art thou, O oh Lord, Jesus, I love you, I love you, my Jesus, tis now, oh, my great, gracious Redeemer. My Savior, art thou, art thou, O oh Lord, forever. I love, I love you, my Jesus, tis now, forever. If ever I love you, my Jesus, tis now. Oh, boy, if ever Jesus, I love, I love you, my Jesus. Jesus, tis now, oh, if ever, I love you.
my Jesus, just now. Amen. I love you for bearing the cross on thy brow. Even I love my Jesus is now my gracious redeemer oh my Savior Jesus, I love you. I know that thou art mine. For thee, oh, the pleasure of sin. I just hope somebody is just worshiping because don't just listen to us. They said there was a time Paul and and, and, and I think Silas they, they, they were they were 
they were in prison and 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 everybody else was listening to them as they worshiped them there is something wonderful happening now listen because god is clothing us in his love i see god just wrapping us in his love and it is a pure love but it is a fire and it's such a warm fire and i don't know but when you hear this song going on i don't know if you want to hear something else but you see i want you to come to that place when you come into a meeting in the name of jesus is exalted he is the lord Forever his truth shall reign in heaven and earth. Rejoice in his holy name. He is exalted. The king is exalted on earth. He is exalted, the King is exalted on high. I will praise Him. He is exalted forever, exalted on high. We. Praise His name. He is Lord forever. His holy name. He is exalted. Is exalted on high. He is the Lord. Forever, his truth shall win. Rejoice, his holy name. The king is exalted oh. on high. He is the Lord forever. His truth shall reign. Heaven and earth, we rejoice in his holy name. He is exalted, the King is exalted on high. 
is exalted. The King is exalted on high. Oh, He is exalted. Our King is exalted on high. Thank you, Jesus. He is exalted. The King is exalted on high. God bless you, Madam God. I see fire in your eyes. But I hear Cynthia Macaulay, mm, Jesus. I, oh, I hear Cynthia Macaulay. I don't know what it is, but something about that woman is coming upon you, Jesus. Oh, this woman called Angie, OB something. But, Grace upon Cynthia Macaulay. Who? Savarian Tekiribasuya. Ah, Jesus. 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 And I hear it like a shout of the name of Jesus. Maria Tifiria Kuya. Ah, Jesus. And they mention the name without fail, Malandi Fi Carusia. Jesus. Oh, Malatia Saria Tunefeli, Ibidionte Kerima Sandia. Oh, no wonder. No wonder when they sent people to minister, they did not say give them anything. The Lord said, take nothing, take nothing. But he said, wherever you go, when you greet them, let your peace come upon them. So whatever you need to be able to be sent to do the work of God is the name Jesus. If they gave you the name Jesus, you have everything you need to go. I feel a very strong anointing. I'm supposed to be Speaking to you, and I don't even know what to do. Holy Spirit, help me. Oh, Jesus. But I, I just try and share something. Oh, Balakatini isuta fatakatute katarabakatunde fekete rata protosopalaya. Oh, when Jesus came, oh, Balai Felebasaya. He carried his cross and he was crucified on his cross. I was just trying to show, share a little tonight about something I learned about becoming the bride of Christ. And there is an assumption we have in the body of Christ today because we assume a lot of things we read in the Bible. Now, I understand that we read the Bible with our culture and we read the Bible with our knowledge, which is more Greco-Roman, which is European, than Jewish or Hebraic. Because when you go into Hebrew culture, you understand why the Bible was written to them in that way. Because 
their culture is scattered all over the Bible from beginning to end. So you see, in our normal wedding, we understand that the, the man will be sitting in church waiting for the woman. But in the Jewish wedding, there is a betrothal, and the man will have one year, and he will come later. And that is why the parable or the story of the five and the virgins and the foolish virgins looks strange to us. Why? Because we've never thought of virgins having to stay up with lamps, needing extra oil, waiting for a bridegroom. Why is it that a bridegroom will come at a time nobody knows? It's because the bridegroom goes to prepare a place, a home for himself and his wife. And so it is when the bridegroom returns, that is when the marriage feast is going to be had. In the same way Jesus came on the day of Pentecost, he was betrothed to the church, but he has gone to heaven. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. So this is a, a typical Jewish wedding. Betrothal has taken place. And one year later, he's going to prepare a place where he will live with his bride. And then he will come back. And that is why he said he will come back like a thief. He will come back like a thief because the bride or the virgins, they don't know when the husband is coming, when the bridegroom is coming. But until the bridegroom comes and they perform that final marriage rite, that wedding is not complete. And brethren, we need to understand these things to be able to understand why we must work out our salvation with fear and trembling. We need to understand these things to be able to understand why the devil is fighting us so powerfully and mightily with everything. Why is the devil so bent on making sure that you and I fall? Because he knows that our salvation is still incomplete. Why? Our marriage is still incomplete. Why? Our union with Jesus is still incomplete. And that is why we must be careful. That is why we must be cautious. That is why we cannot get tired. Brethren, sometimes you feel tired. I feel tired too. I started a journey of fasting and prayer since the year 2006. I'm in 2021. <laughs> I feel tired. Sometimes I'm asking myself, I say, Lord, what will happen next? But tonight, I just want to share a few things with you that will help you on your journey, I believe, and will help TPN also as a group. Because we've been fasting, we've been praying, we've been doing all sorts of things. And sometimes it is necessary that we draw our minds to certain biblical truths to help us on our journey by way of encouragement. So tonight I want to talk about becoming a bride. And in becoming a bride, I want to talk about the four stages of covenant. These are the four major covenants. If you learn about Jewish covenants, you understand why these four major covenants are important. Now, because of time, I may not give so many references. I'm just going to speak to the issues and then I'll read a few scriptures and then we will pray. But there are four major covenants because in the rites of passage, you know, like Asante, um, Ga, Eve, you know, in our different tribes, there are rites of passage for ladies, but there are also rites of passage for, for young boys. And in the Jews also have the same thing. 
a, a, a Jewish boy has to go through three different stages. That is when he's 12 years, when he's 18 years, and when he's 30 years. So you have technos, techno, and technion. So these three stages, at every stage, they go into the temple and the rites is performed. And if you study scripture, you realize that Jesus went through these three stages. So at 12 years, he was wiser than the teachers. But at 18, he also had to go. And at 30, he had to go. But you realize that at 30, the father spoke from heaven. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Until this day, when in the Jewish culture, they understand that you have come to the age of maturity, you don't see Jesus doing miracle. You don't see anything happening which was of note or worthy of importance in the life of Jesus. Now, I'm going to share with you about these four covenants so that it can help you understand where you are with the Lord Jesus and where you are in your journey of becoming the bride of Christ. The first covenant, if you remember in the story of Adam and Eve, Eden, in the, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, yes, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, forgive me, when you realize that when they sinned, the Lord has said, the day you sin, you will surely die. That day they didn't die. But he said that when they, the Lord came and they heard the voice walking, they said, hey, we are naked, so we hid. And the Lord said, who told you you were naked? You say, ah, <laughs> somebody deceived us. Somebody deceived Eve. Eve also deceived Adam. And, and we, are, we have all realized that we are naked. He said, okay. So he said he clothed them. They took fake leaves to clothe themselves. But he said he clothed them with the skin of an animal. And so that day, the, the first covenant was made, which we call the blood covenant. Now, in our journey with the Lord Jesus, the day you receive Christ, your first covenant with the Lord is the blood covenant. But the blood covenant makes you a servant. Why does the blood covenant make you a servant? Because in the blood covenant, you are renewed daily by quickly applying the blood on your heart daily in repentance. So when you say, I confess I am a sinner, but from this day forward, I want to declare that Jesus is my Lord and personal savior. What does he do? The blood that he shed, he now applies the blood on your heart. He washes away your sins. <laughs> and then you become a servant. You don't become a son. You see, when we read, in the Bible, you read, he said, for all those who believe on his name, he gives them power to become sons of God. He didn't say they became sons. He said he gave them power to become. Power to become. Power to become is not became sons. And sometimes there are little, little things we read and then we just assume that, yes, everybody who says the sinner's prayer? We say, okay, from today onwards, you are now a Christian. You are now a child of God. You are now a son of the Most High. It, it, technically, it is nice to say it, but in reality, they are not. It is just like saying to a baby, from today on, you are the heir of your parents. It is a lie. You are not. You are a baby. You are just an innocent newborn person in the kingdom. You must grow, and growth takes time. 
brethren, growth takes time. Growth is frustrating. Yesterday, I was with a 12-year-old, and he was telling me a whole lot of funny things. And I was just sitting down looking at him. I said, yeah, one day, because he wanted to grow, he wanted to become taller than his mom. And I'm just looking at him, and I'm laughing in my head. I said, Luko, 12 years, you can't wait to be taller than your mom. Because he doesn't want to go through eating three times a day daily for the next uh, maybe six or seven years where his, his, his height will grow and he'll be fully mature. He doesn't want to wait for that. He's looking for a way by which he can go and use a machine to, to, to become taller. And sometimes, brethren, that is what is happening with us. But the first covenant is a black covenant and it makes you a servant. So that's why I say, take up your cross and follow me. <laughs> the second covenant is a soul covenant. Why the soul covenant? Jesus said, he said, no more, no longer, no longer do I call you my servant. He said, now I call you friends. <laughs> so for a servant does not know what the master is doing. So Jesus was trying to introduce the disciples to a different degree of growth and relationship and maturity in their work with him. Why the soul covenant? Because in Jewish tradition, when they make deals, they put salt in a bowl. And then this party will take bread. The other party will take bread. They dip it in the salt and they eat. So whatever they declared, whatever the agreement was, when they make that salt covenant, what are they saying? It is the friendship level of covenant or relationship with the Lord. I'm trying to show us the stages of growth and maturity to becoming a bride of Christ. So that we do not assume too quickly where we are with the Lord. How many of us have come to that place? Because even with the black covenant, when we talk of servantship, that is the small, small service people are doing in their churches. Some people serve on TPN. This small, small, small service so that sometimes we struggle with. Can you imagine? That is level one. So if you if you still struggle with frustration, eh, and me, I'm doing this, and the other person is not doing their part, and me, I'm doing this, and the other person is not, and even the way this one does it, and this, listen, you are still in level one, oh, level one, level one. That is where you say, if apostle is in the meeting, I will join. If apostle is not in the meeting, you are just an ignorant person. Your level of ignorance is showing in your action. Because anytime someone says something about you, you are emotionally moved. You are so in the flesh. You can't serve. You can't honor and not ask for a return. No, 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 no. That is where you see the instrumentalists in our churches. You see that they are one of the people who look like they are progressing. They never progress. I'm telling you. Why? Because they play for money. You cannot grow in this kingdom when you have a reward mentality. When you are at level one. Level one. You are just coming to carry your cross. You are just trying to get to know the man. You are not even a friend. Though. When we talk about covenant, do you know what it means? When you do a salt covenant, what you are saying is that because salt cannot lose its taste, this covenant cannot be broken. What you are saying is that I have covenanted that today your enemies are my enemies. Your, your, your friend is my friend. The one who blesses you, I bless. The one who curses you, I curse. Can you imagine this level of thing? 
You see, sometimes eh, we like it when we're in prayer, we, we, we are making declarations. Let me tell you, it is not easy. You cannot quickly make declaration. You Listen, I had to do a seven days fast just because I said it with my mouth. And the Holy Spirit came and said, he said, listen, listen, young man, the authority I've given you, you cannot say certain things and go scot-free. But I said, but I, I can just say, sorry, I've changed my mind. I won't do seven days again. He said, no, no, you can't do that. He said, I'm teaching you a lesson. I want you to know what it means to be an authority. Listen, do you know what it means for God to be a God who creates with words? Do you know that Jesus cannot make the jokes, that he cannot crack the jokes you crack? Because when Jesus says your head is big, your head will become big like the globe. Can you imagine this? If Jesus cracks a joke and says that Ghana, the foolish people, all people in Ghana will become foolish. You see, when the Lord was taking me through that process, I didn't understand. And that is why I am sharing this thing with you people. And I'm sharing with you passionately because I have learned the hard way. And sometimes I, I see some of you and I listen. The other day I told somebody, I said, listen, the people who need prayer more than any are those who cannot unmute and pray. I'm telling you. Uh, when I'm a man of God, at least small oil is on my head. Sometimes I can be in a session and I can feel the burden of everyone in the session. But you see, ministry on a prayer meeting is not counseling session. So what we do when we go to hospital, we are not there to come and say, hey, let us check oh, anybody who had a fight at home, you are not feeling too well. No, 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 no. We are only there to check for healthcare issues. So sometimes when we have a meeting, the purpose of the meeting determines what we can do and what we cannot do. It is also part of being under authority. If you cannot be under authority, you cannot be placed as an authority with people under you. Because to, for you to be a man under authority, <laughs> you must respond to somebody. You must say, Master, yes. Listen, sometimes something small, they will say you have five minutes. You say, Kai, today the oil has come. <laughs> I will see the time. And I used to do those things. And the Lord would come and tell me, he said, stop doing those things. Because those things are seeds you are sowing. For the future, those people who will be under you, they will multiply this thing you are doing in your ministry. Everything you do is a seed. It will come in some other form ahead of you. So you see, sometimes it looks like, oh, you know, we are all Christians. And we, we, are, we are all Christians, but some are servants. Some also know Jesus as friend. Because some only came under the blood covenant. They are only this thing, benefit in the kingdom is that they were washed with the blood. But some have reached a level of a soul covenant with God, a covenant which cannot be broken. Those people, that is why when God calls them midnight, they will wake up. But those people who are the level one, servant people, they are supposed to be serving, you know, even when they are called, they will give excuse. I'm telling you, it's not their fault, oh. Immaturity. Immaturity and, and, and a lot of ignorance. They don't even know because nobody even taught them. And if you call them to teach them, they don't have time because they can't learn. They can't learn because those people, they don't have a teachable spirit. I want to encourage us, but I also want to challenge us. Have a teachable spirit. It doesn't mean you always agree with your teacher. Ah, are you trying to tell me that 
everything Apostle Daniel will say, or everything uh, Reverend Eastwood will say, or everything Pastor Chris will say, everything any man of God will say, I, I agree 100%. No! But if I don't agree, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't watch the way I go about my disagreement. Because you see, anytime you are quick to talk or you are quick to react, when it comes to do with people who are ahead of you, you are not working in wisdom. Because people who have seen a lot more in life than you, they know something you don't know. And so anytime, even when you are angry, even when you disagree, you must be careful about how you react to it. And I have realized that any man of God, God wanted to use to bless me. They were the men of God that I found fault with. I always saw something in their life I didn't like. And God had to deal with me. And I had to humble myself and say, yes, I'll never find a man. I will, I will, I will find 100% everything I know. But I must humble myself. Why? Because I am still at the seventh level. And I'm, I'm trying to get to the place where I become a bride of Christ. But you see, Jesus is not working with me every day. So I must look at somebody. Like Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And sometimes they will tell you to do something. You don't want to do it. I'm telling you. You don't want to do it. You have to do it. Sometimes they'll tell you to fast. Sometimes they'll tell you to pray. Sometimes they'll tell you to do something. You don't want to do it. Your flesh doesn't want it. But you must do it. Why? Because Jesus will not come down. Because when you can see a man who represents God and you can't submit, Jesus knows you can't submit to him. I'm telling you. I learned these things the hard way. I learned these things the hard way. Because it was small, small, small thing. I remember, so I, I was growing up in the Anglican church, and then I, I remember a priest was preaching, and I had, that time, Charlie, my, my, my immaturity was at its peak. And I was listening, and I felt like, Kai, if this thing was a charismatic anchor, by this time, this oil that has come, he has stopped preaching, he's ministering. Kai, oil will be everywhere. <laughs> then the Holy Spirit started speaking to me. He, he dressed me in church. He said, what has this man done that you are criticizing him? I said, oh, it's just, we are thinking about the good of the members. We are thinking about, we want, we want the people to see the power of God. Lah. You don't understand what we are talking about. Oh, yeah, have come. The man is still speaking and telling stories. And the Spirit of Lord told me, <laughs> he said, you, you, your lack of submission has made you not to be able to be used by God in this man's ministry. I said, what? What is this? I was, just, I was just thinking out loud. The Holy Spirit didn't like it. He didn't like it one bit. He told me, he said, even, even David, why did he call David a man after his own heart? He said, he gave David, his master Saul, into his hand three times, and David didn't kill him. Hey! And he said, me, this my, uh, my priest, he has not done anything to me. All he was doing was preaching, and I'm there uh, uh, with pen and paper evaluating him. He said, it is a seed I am sowing, and that later on, one day I'll become a preacher, and I will see that many people who listen to me, they will do the same thing. And I should repent. You demanded repentance. You people, I think your level with the Holy Ghost is uh, bread and butter. My own, he can demand repentance. If you know what is, I will see someone is hurting me, and you tell me, go and say sorry to the person. Say, ah, God, are you, are you trying to be unjust? I know you're a just God. He said, go. 
He said, go. He said, say, because humility is when you lose the feeling of embarrassment. He said, until you stop feeling embarrassed, I will not stop on this issue with humility with you. Oh, God drilled me. I tell you. He said, he said why do you feel embarrassed? He says, your flesh. He said, even Jesus humbled himself to the cross. Brethren, Jesus went to the cross naked. 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 This film and painters who have put clothing on him, he went to the cross naked. He said, he despised the shame for you and I. And when I come and I tell this man I want to follow him, he'll show me the price. And then he'll tell me, if you can pay the price, we can work together. So level two is the salt covenant. And the salt covenant brings you in the covenant of friendship. That means you and the Lord Jesus now become friends. That is the level he reached with Abraham. So when he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he came and talked to Abraham. He said, do you know I'm going to do this? When was the last time God started sharing his ideas about his plans with you and asking your opinion? If you have not reached that stage in your Christian work, humble yourself and learn. Serve until, listen, last time I was telling people, the service and the, the prayer and the fastings and the studies, and he will not tell you the day of your promotion. So if you have calculated one year for yourself and you think that after one year you'll be promoted, oh, but you are just, wait, there is nowhere written that after two years he'll promote you. You can be there for four years. He will not say anything. I'm telling you the truth. Go and ask anybody who has gone through these processes. If it, they knew the day of their promotion, you will never know. But God will test your faithfulness in every way. I'm telling you, he will test you brutally. If, 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 if your own... <laughs> if your own doesn't kill you and it doesn't kill your flesh uh, i want to have a discussion with you because i want to know how you came for every one of them hey revenue stood today preaching jesus he has written since 2009 i think when his children died he, he, how many books has that man written but he went through the pain i don't know who has been pumped before that god is using today everybody who god is using they went through something it's not your permanent story, but you must go through something. And at times, it will feel so bad. The next level is the Sandal Covenant. Now, the Sandal Covenant is based on the principle of borders or inheritance. In Israel, when they would mark boundaries, that is why scripture says that do not remove the ancient landmark. When they would mark they will, they will do boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So if this is your field, they, this is your inheritance. So then they'll put a sandal here. That this is the demarcation. This is where yours starts. And then they'll put the other one here. You see, whenever, sorry. So whenever they, they do that covenant, the sandal covenant, what happens is, they will exchange covenants in some places. Just a minute. Somebody was calling me. Let me get back to. Okay, sorry. So the the the, the sandal covenant is what brings you into sonship. Hmm. 
So with the sandal covenant, they use old sandals to mark the boundaries of property or inheritance. Now, with the sandal covenant, you don't touch it. That is the principle. The principle is that you don't touch it. Why? If you touch it, it means that if the person's uh, inheritance was one acre and you go and touch the sandal, you remember that olden days, they didn't have the things we have today. So they didn't have those uh, measurements. No, 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 no. So if you touch the covenant, you have, you have removed the landmark. If you have removed the landmark, it means that maybe the person had one acre and you have now made it 300 meters. Do you understand? You, you, have, you, have, you have taken a bit of someone's land from him because you have touched the sandal. Because the sandal was what was used to show the limits of and the boundary of his inheritance. So he said, don't touch the sandal. Then he said, don't touch the Asian landmark. He was not referring to landmark like we think. It was referring to the sandal covenant because the old sandals were used to mount the, to, to mark boundaries of property or inheritance. So the sandal covenant, when you come into that place, you have come into what we call sonship. 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 When you come into sonship, you are still growing, no? you have not arrived. So when you come into the Sunday covenant, right now, that is the time that God begins to give you inheritance. Inheritance as a child of God. Because until you are a son, you don't have inheritance. So the first is what? Servantship, servanthood, blood covenant. The second is what? Soul covenant. That brings you to what? Friendship with the Lord. Then the third stage is sonship. When you come into sonship, now you are a mature person and you can come into your inheritance. And that is why the father, when Jesus was 30 years, that covenant was giving him the boundaries of his inheritance. Now, you understand why Jesus in his ministry, he said, I was sent to the lordship of the house of Israel. If you remember, when Jesus sent the disciples, you tell them, go to the lordship of the house of Israel. Why? Because the inheritance of Jesus at the time was, in his earthly ministry, was a ministry to the nation of Israel, to the Jews. But you see that later, he will now extend it to the Gentiles. But his inheritance was for Jerusalem, Israel, the Jewish people. And that is why he, he, he cried. He said, you kill your prophets. You kill your prophets. You kill your prophets. Oh, Jerusalem, if you knew the time of your visitation, why? Because he had come to inherit his inheritance. But you see that today, that is why there are nations. When you enter a nation, you see that there's a man of God, God has given that nation to. <laughs> Go to Nigeria, you will see the owner. Come to Ghana, you will see the owner. If you don't respect God's authority, you will struggle. So you see, when you are in a group, whether you are a church, whether TPN, wherever, understand the timings, understand where you are, know where you are with the Lord. Because since you started working with God, has God been treating you as a friend? Has God been treating you as a servant? Or has God been treating you as a son? If God has been treating you as a son, where is your inheritance? What encounter brought you into your inheritance? When did Jesus appear to you and tell you that he has given you one, two, three, four? If you don't know it, you have a long way to go. And it is only after this level that you come into 
the last one, which is becoming a bride. So by the time you are coming into the last covenant, which is becoming a bride, because in the bride, they have something, which is not my topic for today, but you see, in the Jewish covenant, in their marriage, the man wears only one dress or one gown, but the woman, she has four layers of robes. Four layers of robes. Four layers of robes. So by the time she's fully dressed, now she's a bride. And that is why she'll put on the veil and then she'll be unveiled. So by the time you are moving from sonship to becoming a bride, there will be certain things about your life God will begin to hide. And that is why you realize that God's great servants and God's choice men and women, he doesn't expose them to so many things. You see that they'll come on the scene. They'll be manifest. He'll show this is their inheritance. I've called them for this, that, 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 that. Then it will be like they vanish. You see them again. You see them again for some time. I think by now my time should be up. <laughs> I'm just looking at the time now. I think my time should be up now. But I've just tried to show us a bit of the stages. in our growth, in our walk with the Lord. And I just try to show us that, listen, it is not an easy road. We don't just hope. It's not based on, I, I feel like, oh, I've reached. This is my time. No, 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 no. I've been told a prophecy. I'm now a prophet. No, let me tell you, take your time. <laughs> I have three cars and five houses. Take your time. It is rubbish in the kingdom. In the kingdom, they will test your works by fire. Ah, I have some small time. Let me give you scripture. He said that on that day, you say, well done, good and faithful servant. So in the judgment, God is going to judge us. He's going to judge us not as sons. He's going to judge us as servants. So your reward in heaven is going to be on your servantship. That is why you see in the Greco-Roman understanding, we think that when you have A and you move to B, you have nothing to do with A again. When you move to C, you have nothing to do with A and B again. But you see, in the Jewish understanding, an old covenant is not revoked by a new covenant coming into place. So if you were a servant, when you become a friend, you don't stop serving because now you are a friend. When you become a son, you don't stop serving and you don't stop becoming a friend because you're a son. When you become a bride, you become a servant, friend, son, bride. That is why in eternity, even when Jesus comes back in the millennial year, we will still, I repeat, we will still rule and reign with him. Why? Because eternally, his blood Covenant with us is valid, so we are servants. Eternally, his friendship covenant with us is still valid, and so we are friends. Eternally, his sonship covenant, that sandal covenant, is still valid, so we are <laughs> sons. But eternally, that marriage covenant is still valid, and we are the bride. All these things. So there is no place when Apostle calls himself chief servant. 
you may you you may think it's a name he has given himself. No, 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 no. There is a revelation to what he's saying. If you don't know the revelation, you don't understand. You don't understand what makes a man who is sick still force himself to minister. Ah, are you thinking that this is just? Uh, I mean, uh, 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 what? Like, no. There is something. There is a revelation that man has, which until you have, you don't understand why he does what he does. But you also need your own revelation because until you have your personal revelation, you will serve God anyhow. You will think that TPN cried here, and yes, I have my own church. What is TPN? What is TPN? <laughs> no problem. No problem. But your lack of revelation works against you because God is a God of covenant. And God, he sees everything. And God, he knows everything. Are you trying to tell me that God didn't know all the people in Ghana? Why did God connect me to Apostle Daniel? Oh, no, no, no. If even, even, even if I'm drunk, I must sit down. And think as a normal thinking human being. So what coincidence made me miss this man? And I've, I've worked with him for about 14 years. So it's now that I'm going to get a revelation that this man was not, a, he's not, he's not supposed to be in my life. He's not supposed to be a papa. He's not supposed to be. No, 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 no. Where I've reached. I can't, I, can't, I can't go back. No. I've come too far. I've come too far. And I've known the man too much. He has been such a friend to me too much. He has helped me too much. He has been concerned for me too much. I, 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 no, no, no. It's impossible. But maybe for somebody, it is not like that. But you see, as long as you look at the man, you cannot save the God who called the man. Stop looking at the man. Look at the God who called the man. Look at the God who called the man. Anything you want to do in the kingdom. When our sister Angie was singing that song, I tell you, I tell you, she just released, you know, it was like the Lord was just loving her worship. If you are not intimate with the Lord Jesus, you don't understand these things. You just feel like, what, what are they doing? Stop talking and let's prophesy. Listen, listen. <laughs> There is nobody who stays with anybody who wakes up to prophesy to them. It should tell you that your motivation is wrong. It should tell you that you are still a child because you live with your parents. Why don't you wake up and prophesy to each other? That's not it. When you get to meet Jesus, you will not be prophesying to each other. No, it's relationship. You do things together. Jesus loves gardens. He'll go and put you in a garden. He'll sit by you. Ah, Jesus is very romantic. Jesus, he likes sweets. What do you know about Jesus? After you have received the prophecy, what will you do? You, do, you, you don't know how, what, how to live in the kingdom. When Jesus says that to visit the sick, to help the poor, to, to pray for the sick, and, and, and to visit those who in prison, you don't understand what he's trying to say. He is a, he is a person. He is not a machine. He's a person. Relationship. He wants to be first. When Bishop Dan says first love, it's a revelation he had. Brethren, I want to encourage us, but I also want to challenge us. No matter where you are in your work with God, there is room for improvement. 
No matter where you are in your walk with God, there is room for improvement. If you feel you are getting tired, listen, let a brother or a sister open up. Let somebody help you. No man is an island. Nobody can say they became great alone. No, you need somebody. You need somebody. You need somebody. There is somebody who has what you need in excess. I'm telling you. Hey, you, you want to just laugh in the day you are depressed. But there's somebody, they can laugh from morning to evening. They, they, they don't have a problem. But you don't want to be their friend. You know, let us care for one another. And above all, serve. Be a friend of Jesus. Grow to become a son. And I pray for you that you become a bride of Christ. Can we just make that prayer? In the name of Jesus, Father, Father, we thank you for this time. I pray, let there be a release of grace. Strengthen, oh God, the hands of your people. Strengthen the feeble knees. Lift up, oh God, the drooping hands. Let your spirit. So when Ezekiel spoke, he said, the spirit entered into me and I stood up. Let the spirit enter your people. That they will stand. They will stand as servants. They will stand as friends. They will stand as sons. They will stand as a bride. That your name will be praised. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Sister Ella. Hey, no. Teddy. Brother Teddy. Please, it's time for you to take over. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Please? Hallelujah. Please, we can hear. Hallelujah. We can my, hear. My, my network is trying to misuse yours. Uh, yeah, we thank God for another moment in His presence. God bless you. Uh, Brother Alfred, for the prayer section, we want to enter into the time of worship once again. But before then, we want to look at the scripture in the book of Psalms, chapter 100, verse 1. It reads, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. In Jesus' name we pray. We are coming to worship the Almighty Lord at this moment with one heart and one accord. We want to tune our hearts in the spirit and worship Him. Amen. Amen. Oh, me, 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 me,
um, God gives us these opportunities. Um, so God bless him wherever uh, he is. Okay, so I want us to pray a bit, then um, we we'll, would we'll anoint ourselves, then we'll be done for, for this evening. Be done for this evening, okay? So we, we want to speak in tongues wherever you are. Speak in tongues, we, we are finished. The Bible says that it's not about the one that is able to start, but it's about the one who's able to finish. Not only about the one who's able to finish, but somebody who's able to finish and finish very, very well. So you want to thank God by speaking in tongues wherever you are. Speaking in tongues wherever you are. Bless his name, lift up his name in the name of Okay, God bless you. Uh, please and um, let, let let your attention be here so that uh, more we say hallelujah, amen. Can quickly. So um the, the book of Nehemiah, I want to speak, speak to you a little bit there because not praying. The the book of Nehemiah is or, or, or inspirations or books in the Bible. It, it is profound.
inside. It talks about it talks about so many things, so so many things that we can learn from. For instance, um, the, the first thing that we, we can we can talk about when we are looking at the book of Nehemiah is that we see a, a glory, we see a particular level of life, but suddenly because of disobedience and because of selfishness and other things because they had come down to a particular level that their enemies laughed at them. They had come to a level that they were so exposed and that a glorified nation or country or place was now among the lowest of all countries. It teaches us that we see, if you are not careful about our work with God in our days, it can come to a point in our life that people look at us and will not see the glory anymore. Bible says, oh, glory city of God. But I tell you, people of God, if we are not careful and if we we are not we are not focused and we don't allow the spirit of God to lead us by telling us that it is not enough to be here as come to a place that there will be no longer beauty amongst us. Because of our disobedience or our inability to follow the leadings of the spirit. So the book of Nehemiah teaches us a lot of these particular things. It doesn't only teach us that, it teaches us about the Soba, uh, the Tobiah and the Sambala situation. When people who, 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 who do not want you to come back to where you used to be again, they will threaten you from afar, they will threaten you physically, they will threaten you mentally, they will do everything possible to make sure, to make sure you don't come back on your feet again. But the Bible says that a righteous man will fall seven times and rise up seven times. But the Bible says that rejoice over me enemy, for you see me falling today, but you know something, you, I will rise up again. And if you think that I'm dwelling in darkness, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah is my light. Is my light. So you see the soul. Bala situation, the Tobiah situation, trying to threaten you, trying to make sure, make sure that the one's glory, when the Bible says that he's able to restore, that the days that the caterpillar and the palmers have eaten away, he, the Lord, is able to restore, he, the will make sure this thing that come to pass in your life, then this threatens, threatens, and of Tobiah and, 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 and Sambalat wasn't enough, you see, it wasn't enough. There was another level of the operation of the enemy, which we call, we are looking at today, called the enemy within. The enemy within. You see, outward is very, very dangerous. Outward can do a lot of things to you. But the truth of the matter is that you cannot compare the threat and the danger of outward as compared to the within. Because for everybody, you're within source of strength. Because the Bible has even assured us that what is in us is greater than what is in this world. So what is in this world can threaten you. But I, I tell you, you can come to a place what is what is within you also begins to threaten you. What is in you begins to threaten you. So the Bible says that if the foundation be moved, what shall the righteous do? If the foundation be moved, what shall the righteous do when the fight is no longer what do we do? What do we do about it? What do we, how do we handle it when the enemy is, is, is within and not outward? When the enemy is within and it is not outward. So Paul said something. 
open unto me, but many are the adversaries. So one day I was preaching somewhere and I asked them a question. Paul said that many are the adversaries, but what if you are the adversary? What if you are the enemy? I tell you something, the devil can do so many things against you, but when the enemy turns you against yourself, even God cannot help you. If the enemy turns you against yourself, nobody can help you. So it's crazy something. I always tell people that you can come to a point that the enemy even knows you are powerful. But if you don't know you are powerful, it will not take you anywhere. The word of God can tell you you are strong. But if you tell yourself you are weak, I tell you, you will remain weak. That's what the Bible says. When you, when you are weak, say that you are strong. The Bible is teaching us something that when we are able to bring it from inside, it is so powerful. Enemy is not within. It is easier to win the battle. Oh, but I tell you something. The enemy has brought us to a point that sometimes the enemy is you and I. We are the people standing at the door. The effectual and the powerful door that goes. We become the enemy. We become the enemy. Oh my God, we become the enemy. But I pray for you tonight that may you not be the enemy. I pray for you tonight that may you not be the enemy. I pray for you tonight that may you not be the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. The, 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 the great Zachariah. This Zachariah has been waiting on God, waiting on God for so long in the book of Luke. Waiting on God, believing God for a child. Zachariah was believing that God, you open this door. This heavens over my life will open up. Zachariah was believing God. Everything around Zachariah showed impossibility. Because see, they see their wife Elizabeth. Elizabeth was growing. She was past menopause. She was past medically being able to give he himself Zachariah, just like Abraham was stricken with years, he had grown so much. And one of the things that Zachariah, Zachariah wasn't looking at, he wasn't looking at even, but he was, he was, he was, he was, he had come to a point that this thing looked so impossible. But the Bible says that Zachariah continued praying. He, he, he didn't con- he, he didn't leave the work of God. So Bible says at the time of prayer, as the high priest, he continued doing his business. My question to you tonight as have you come to a place that you will say because i was looking for something from god i will stop whatever i'm doing and one of the things that a lot of charismatic people charismatic like like to say if i be a man of god and if i be a man of god and if i be this one and if i be that one if i be that one my question to you tonight what if after say if you be a man of god the thing doesn't work what will you do will you will you be like job's wife who say that this God and die. It is so strange that knew about God's ability to kill, but didn't realize that this God who can kill can also bless. This God who when you curse can, 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 that can do something evil to you. Why didn't, why didn't she shift her thinking and realize that this same God can bring you to a place that he will be a blessing? Oh, tonight I'm talking about the enemy within. I'm talking about the enemy within tonight. When you are the enemy, when the Bible is saying that you should be the head, but you have told your 
of this because of the circumstances around you have you not forgotten what the word of god says that the present circumstances you find yourself it cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in you i tell you by the message of god there's some glory about to be revealed in you only if you can hold on if only if you can tell yourself i will not give up i will not give in though the threatenings are Though the issues are too much, that is why Job said, He may slay me, He may hurt me, He may do to things towards me. Oh, but yet I will love this against me. For yet when I was a sinner, he came to die for me. And the chastisement of my peace was upon this God. He was saying to himself that this God is too much. This God is too good. Evil cannot be found in him. No darkness can be found in him. Because he remembered the scripture that said oh that this God, he does good things. He does great things. But every good gift and perfect gift, it comes from this God. And coming from the Father of light in whom there is no darkness or shadow of turning, he remembered that oh, this God is a good God. Oh, so this Zachariah that we are talking about, he was at the verge of his miracle, he was at the verge of his, of his breakthrough. So one afternoon, this Zachariah was praying, he didn't allow his circumstances to prevent him from praying. Oh, so I celebrate you tonight. The 37 of you that are upon this call now, I celebrate you tonight that you have been able to pray from eight from, from six to this particular time, you've been able to wait on God. God. Wait on God. Wait on God and believe God for a miracle. For horses and chariots are prepared for war. But victory lieth in the in the power of God. Victory lieth with God. Oh, for, for, for promotion doesn't come from the north, south, east, and west, but coming from God Himself. So I prophesy over your life that God will bless you. I prophesy over your life, God will elevate you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will say this God. This God, this God, he will never put to shame all those who trust him. He will not put you to shame as you have believed him. Oh, Jesus said, The time has come, the time of glorification has come. Remember yourself, glorify your son. For the time has come in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak for your glorification, I speak for your coloring. Color is entering into your life, it is well with you in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare there is no casting down for you. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that there's a lifting up for you. There's a lifting up for you. I see transfer of wealth. I see transfer of health of wealth. And I hear in my ears. Tell my people I'm transferring wealth. I'm transferring wealth in the name of Jesus Christ. God is transferring wealth unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. So this Zachariah, one after good after was praying, and, and the great angel Gabriel appeared to Zachariah. He appeared to Zachariah physically, not in the spirit realm, but physically the angel manifested himself. Any time in history of the Bible, in the history of revelations, and history of the prophetic whatever, prophetic sight or whatever it is, when God chooses to send an angel, it means he's about doing something. Because angels can, can give us messages, they can bring us healing. They call that we know that when angels come, it means there's business happening. So, so, so Zachariah had an angelic uh, an encounter. Oh, for everybody 
somebody here, may God bless you with an angelic encounter. I tell you, it does something to your faith and does and it boosts your faith. Anybody who has encountered an angel, there's something that happens to your faith. It becomes real. Your faith comes alive. May God bless you with an angelic encounter that will bring you alive. It will bring your faith alive in the name of Jesus. Anybody, anybody, anybody here called mommy, I hear the name mommy. Anybody you are called mommy, I see faith like it is wavering. I see your faith wavering. May God strengthen your faith, mommy. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the God that strengthened the feeble knees. In any way, if your knees are fumbling and your knees are weakened because of the continued bombardment of issues, in the name of Jesus, may you be strengthened. May you be strengthened. May you be strengthened. So Gabriel appeared to Zachariah. When he appeared to Zachariah, he brought a message to Zachariah. Oh, that Zachariah, you know something? You have been waiting on God for a long time. You asked in the morning. You asked in the afternoon. You asked in the evening. God has answered your prayer. Oh, may I tell somebody tonight? I have an announcement from the Lord tonight. God is telling me to let you know he has answered your prayer. For his words are yea and amen. He has answered your prayer. For every prayer you have said tonight, he has answered your prayer. He has answered Answered your prayer, and we celebrate you for answering your prayer. Oh, Gabriel said, God has answered your prayer, and God is doing something. God is bringing this child. God is bringing this wonderful child. Oh, but there's something that happened. There's something that happened. Oh, this guy, this guy, this guy called called Zachariah, this great man of God. He began to doubt. He began to doubt. How many of us ask God for a breakthrough? But when the breakthrough is Deserted, then we we'll, we allow doubt and fear to come in. Have you not read that Paul told Timothy? has given us a sound mind, boldness. That is what God has given unto us. In any way that you are afraid, let the Lord give you strength. God give you a sound mind. Let the Lord give you a sound mind. In the name of Jesus Christ, let him give you a sound mind. You are afraid. Let him give you a sound mind. Let him give you a sound mind. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, but there's something that happened that I want us to note tonight. The enemy was, was shifting from outside. What am I talking about? So he was not receiving the breakthrough he was asking for. Oh, but he was not had now shifted from the devil to Zachariah. The, the enemy within was now becoming Zachariah because Zachariah was that. That as you have believed God, let it not be said concerning you. Oh, he believed in the first hour. He believed in the second hour. He believed in the third hour. He believed in the ninth hour. He believed in the twelfth hour. Oh, but when it was closed, then he gave up. Let it not be said concerning you. He had faith yesterday, but today he does that you began in the spirit. Oh, but now you are in the... 
Oh, foolish Galatians, who bewitched you? What happened to you? Have you started so much in the spirit? Oh, but Galatians, all oh, my people, Galatians, how come you are in the flesh? I am praying for you this evening that if you have started in the spirit, you will also continue in the spirit. If you have started in the spirit, you will not give up. You will not give up. But the Bible says, they who put their hand to the plow and turn back, God has no pleasure in them. That was you are not fit for the kingdom of God. Not that the Bible didn't say the kingdom of heaven, but heaven is the place that God dwells in a particular world and a particular realm. And God stays there, but He said that you will not encounter the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God talks about the power of God, it talks about the deliverance of God, it talks about the hand of God. So the Bible says, Who's what have you believed in? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed to? That is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For the Bible says, so, so Bible says you're not fit on the kingdom of God. That means that oh, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost will not be your portion. Oh, but I'm praying for you tonight that as you put your hand to the plow, you will continue putting your hand to the plow. You will not give up. You will not. You will not. You know. You you get to your destination in the name of Jesus Christ. So the Bible says that there was a storm. There were issues. When Jesus entered into the boat, immediately they got to their destination. Jesus is the word of God. And the word became flesh and blood amongst us. Tonight, as I share the word of God with you, in a storm around you, that is hitting vigorously your, your, your faith. That is perfecting your faith, giving your faith blows, giving your stability blows. Oh, as the word is coming to you tonight, it will make you what it talks about. It will produce whatever it talks about. As Jesus entered into the boat and they got to their destination, as the word of God is coming to you tonight, destination in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, so this wonderful prophet, wonderful man of God, wonderful child of God, wonderful evangelist, pastor, teacher, called Zachariah, the angel does something wonderful to Zachariah. He shuts the mouth of Zachariah. He shuts the mouth of Zachariah. Because life and death is in the tank. No matter what God could do, the angel knew by the mouth of Zachariah he could he could prevent God. He could easily tie God with his mouth. How many of us, after asking God, God, come and help me, now tie God with our mouth? I am talking about the enemy from within. I'm not talking about the devil. I'm talking about when 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 the devil shifts and moves moves the enemy level from himself to you. So the so the angel. Closed the mouth of Zachariah. He made him deaf. He made him dumb. He couldn't speak again. He couldn't speak again. The reason is that your, your, your words carry so much power. That will say that the whole world was framed by his words. By the word of his power, he framed everything. Your words are so powerful, I'm telling you. The enemy can easily inspire you to say something. He knows he cannot stop you, but he knows you can stop yourself. He knows you can stop yourself. So the Bible says that 
Joshua chapter 1 verses 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart. You shall meditate there day and night that you will make your way prosperous. You see, the Bible doesn't say God will make you prosperous, but brings you to a particular realm. When you open the door of prosperity, because God can prosper you, but when you choose that you will not be prospered, you will not be prospered. And God cannot do anything about it. Because the Bible says God made the earth and he handed it over to the sons of men. The sons of men are in charge of the earth realm, not God. That is how we keep on saying every day that unless your prayer invites God to do something, God's hands are tied. God's hands are tied. So the angel closes the mouth of Zachariah until the time in which this child was born. He did it because the enemy had now come within. Because it is so dangerous for the enemy to be from within. Because at that point, God can do nothing. He can't do anything. All he can do is to give you a word that you will now begin to speak right. So the Bible says that our souls are like birds that have escaped from the snare of the fowler. Bible says, and the snare is broken. But how were you snared? The Bible says you were snared by the words of your mouth. You're the devil. The enemy from within. You, you, you are slayed by the words of your mouth. So there are some there are some levels of bondage you brought it upon yourself. You brought it upon yourself. So the angel prevented that. He knew that Zechariah could easily put the prophecy of the cage. And, the, and he, the angel, couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't do anything about it. So he shut his mouth. This evening, we want to speak out. We want to prophesy. Bible said that speak to these Bibles. Speak to these Bibles. Want to speak upon our own life. Want to be the prophet of our own life. So the Bible says in First Timothy, the Paul told Timothy, these prophecies you have received them, you must wait a good warfare over them. There are some prophecies you have received. There are things that you have received, but for a very long time, you have kept it in the cage, not the prophet, not even the devil. Because the devil is a defeated foe. You see, as a child of God, one of the things that you shouldn't even be bothered about is the devil in court, bothered in court. Because when you know you operate from a place of rest, you know you operate from a place of victory. Why? Because of what Christ has done. For this reason, the Son of Man was made manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. When you know what Christ has done, you know where you stand as a Christian. You know where you stand. In that same light, when you know what you stand, the thing must come from your head. Come out from your heart. It must move from your head to your heart. And when it gets to your heart, it must come from your mouth. But if you're not careful, and your tongue is not bridled, so the Bible says, show me a wise man, and I will show you that he has bridled his tongue. Bible says, any word that comes out of your mouth should be seasoned with salt, should be seasoned with the word of God. What it means is that you can easily, you can easily prevent your prophecy from coming to pass by the word of your mouth. Tonight you want to pray. And we are praying in the name of Jesus Christ. That in any way that we have said things we are not supposed to say, 
in any way that we have opened our mouth to say things that we are not supposed to say, things that have counted the doings of God, things that have counted the things that God has started doing in our life. We are praying in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord will have mercy upon us. The Lord will have mercy upon us. And we are calling on God to forgive us. We are calling on God to forgive us. Come and lift up your voice wherever you are. That in the name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, everything that your words have said, everything that you open your mouth to say, that will say that you are snared by the words of your mouth. In the name of Jesus, you are snared. You are snared by the words of your mouth. That's what the Bible says. We are praying that in any way that you are snared by the words of your mouth, by the words of your mouth, let the Lord himself have mercy. Let the Lord himself have mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the Lord Himself have mercy. In any way that you are stirred, in any way that you are stirred, by the words of the Lord, oh Jesus, have mercy. Oh Jesus, have mercy. Oh Jesus, have mercy. In any way, Lord, in any way, in any way, Lord, we are stirred. Father Lord, I pray for your mercy in the name of Jesus. Anything that we have said, we have Thank <laughs> you. 
Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so once you continue to pray, want to continue to pray. We are praying in the name of Jesus Christ that every every spoken word, every spoken word, every message of God concerning us, every, using the words of our mouth to bless it. We are using the words of our mouth to prophesy it. Bible said that prophesy on this bone. We are praying in the name of Jesus Christ. We point if you can take your hand and put it on your head i want you to bless yourself i want you to release blessings upon yourself tell yourself you will live you will not die tell yourself you will fulfill your days on this earth tell yourself if you have children with you you can lay hands on your children lay hands on your husband or husband lay hands on your wife whichever way it is bless your family bless yourself release blessing over your life come on lift up your voice and release blessing release blessing release blessing release blessing in the name of jesus release blessing now release blessing now the goodness of the Lord. Lord, I will bless my life. In the name of Jesus, I will not love you again. In the name of Jesus, I will ever be I bless. I bless. I bless. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I want I want us to quickly look at a very powerful scripture that will continue praying. In Lamentations chapter 3, verses 37. And you see, anybody who wants to receive the spirit of prayer, one of the books that you should be reading is the book of Lamentation. 
it, it sounds it sounds like a story mm. or something but when you read it and continue reading it you imbibe the spirit of prayer i'm telling you it, it will just come upon you like that so that is something that you can learn just just read, be read the book of lamentation you, you will enjoy what will happen to you so bible says lamentation chapter 3 verses 37 who is he that saith, and it cometh to pass when the lord commanded it not so bible is saying that when the lord command then we now speak so let us now go to his word and look at certain things he has commanded that we speak Bible says that who is he that speaketh and it comes to pass? When the Lord has a command, what it means that if the Lord commands and you speak, it will automatically come to pass. So we are going to speak what he has commanded. Let us now look at Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Mark 16, verse 17. Look at it. See that. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues he says that and they shall signs shall follow them that believe in my name he said that in my in, in my name shall they cast out devils this talks about mastery over devils this talks about mastery over anything to territorial or anything like that we are praying in the name of jesus and with this one if you only can i want you to remove don't wear don't be wearing slippers you see don't be wearing slippers if if you can only hear me just be barefooted be barefooted with this prayer be barefooted with this prayer let your leg contact the ground let your leg contact the ground so if you are in slippers, whatever it is, just remove it and let your leg touch the ground. You are praying in the name of Jesus Christ that territorially, territorially, around your vicinity, around your life, around your business, around anything concerning you, you are praying that you have mastery of, you are declaring that this is what God has commanded. So you are speaking and it will come to pass. That you have mastery over everything territorial. Bible says, that the land of the righteous let me say the scepter of the wicked shall not be in the land allotted to the righteous it shall not dwell in the land allotted to the righteous you are declaring by pacing with your foot around your house or in your room wherever you are and be speaking in tongues that heavenly father territorially i have dominion i have dominion in the name of jesus i have dominion in the name of in my business i have dominion in the name of, in my workplace i have dominion in my marriage, I have dominion. In the name, come on, lift up your voice and pray. 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 Kalobo Bushada. Zide de lebe kupa in my ministry, I have dominion. 
Ah, let's continue. Let's continue reading. It says that they shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. And you know, in one breath, in one breath, uh, it talks about the gift of speaking in tongues. In other breath, in another breath, it talks about the ability to do new things that will attract the world to you. Listen. In one breath, it talks about speaking in new tongues, like uh, uh, like the, like how we all speak in tongues and all that, or most people speak in tongues and all that. But in another breath, it talks about the ability to draw men to yourself by doing new things. Bible says, behold, I will do a new thing. We are speaking over our life that in the name of Jesus Christ, we are doing new things. Understand what? Understand the prayer topic very well. These new things I'm talking, if you're doing business, I'm talking about new business ideas that will attract people. That, that will be a blessing to God. Attract me. I'm talking about ideas. I'm talking about new things, new ways of doing things. See, things that the world doesn't know that God will bring to us and will bring in, that will surprise the world. Bible says that who has heard such a thing? That a nation should be born in one day. So it was a new time. When Zion travelled, she brought forth. For out of prayer, a new thing was born. Who has heard of this thing? Say, who has heard of these things? And who are those such things? It was on head of that a nation should be born in one day. But God did that new thing. You are praying for yourself in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know the work you do, but may God give you a new tank in your work. I don't know your profession. I don't know if you're a pastor here. May God give you a new tank. Let God give you an opening in the spirit. Let God show you something in the heavens that will beat man's imagination. Oh, you may be a doctor here. May God give you some new understanding into medicine because you know when God causes you to discover, then now you're 
recover the people. You recover the people to the place they ought to be. In the name of come and lift up your voice and pray that God do something, do something new, a new tank, something that will surprise people in my place of work, in my life of work, in my ministry, something
God bless you. Okay, so let, let's continue. 18, 18 says that they shall take up separates. This, this, this is so powerful. They shall take up serpents. You know, serpents in this particular scripture 
Jesus wasn't only talking about serpent as in the snake or not snake spirit or whatever it is. That is one level, what they want, one level. But for tonight, we are looking at the actual thing it stands for. This stands for wisdom. Bible says about the old serpent, wisdom. But his wisdom is cunning wisdom, lying wisdom, cunning wisdom. So the Bible says in the book of Revelation that this group of people, they thought they were rich. So the devil made them think they were rich. But God came in and said, you are so poor. So God, the devil can give wisdom, but it is cunning wisdom. Bible says that ah, they thought that they thought that they were covered. But God said, you are naked. So we are talking about cunning wisdom. Now let us also look at Acts chapter 16, verses 16. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Bible says, and it came to pass, as we went to pray, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought, which brought her master's much gain by suit saying, the same followed Paul and, and us, crying or cried, saying, these men are the servant of the most high God, which show unto us the way of salvation. What the girl was speaking was, it was cunning wisdom. When you continue the scripture, we all know that Paul casted out the spirit. That is what he mean by taking up serpents. I believe you understand what I'm talking about. Based on this understanding, we are praying in Jesus' name, in our workplaces, in our lives, any cunning wisdom around, we handle it in Jesus with the truth of God, with the truth of God. I would say you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We are praying in the name of Jesus Christ, as carrying the spirit of truth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth, is the spirit of Christ. You are praying and declaring that as I carry the spirit of Christ, by I was everywhere he went, he was doing good. He was healing the people. We are praying in Jesus' name that we carry the spirit of Christ, the spirit of truth. Wherever we appear, any, any cunning wisdom is taken away. Any cunning wisdom is taken away. When we appear, any lie that is going on, it vacates. John 1 says, the light shineth and the darkness comprehended it not. Bible says that, do you not know that you are the light of this world? We pray in the name of Jesus that we are the light of this world. We are the salt of this earth. Wherever we appear, everything straightens up. In the name of Jesus, wherever we appear, any lie vacates the room and truth comes to stay. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, wherever I appear, in any situation I, I am faced with, I manifest the truth of God. I manifest the truth of God. I manifest the truth of God. Yeah, 
God bless you. God bless you for praying. We are almost finished. So please finish hard. Finish hard, please. Finish hard. So look at this. That uh, okay. Thank you, Lord. See that. Um, 18, 18 says that, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. We are declaring, remember we said in, lament, in lament, lamentation that who is that speaking and coming to pass if the Lord has not, this is a commanded blessing of God and we are speaking it for and it will come to pass. You are declaring over your life and your household, you will drink any deadly thing and you will not die. You are declaring that you are indestructible in the name of Jesus. You are declaring that no matter the attack of the you will stand in the name of Jesus. Bible says that we should stand and above all we should stand. In the name of Jesus you are making this declaration that you will stand any onslaught of the enemy. You will stand any attack of the enemy. You will stand it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus said Simon Peter the enemy has sought to sweep you like wheat. Oh but I pray for you. You are praying in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh that I Join the intercession of Jesus Christ. The Lord God, I am indestructible. Come and lift up your voice and pray. You are indestructible in the name of Jesus. Lenta <laughs> 
Glory, glory to Jesus. Now, the last part it says that they shall lay hands. Oh, hallelujah! They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You are praying and declaring over your life. You are praying and declaring over your life that I walk in the supernatural. My natural is the supernatural. I walk in the miraculous. In the name of Jesus, you are declaring, oh, that the heaven is open over me. The heaven is open over me. I walk in the miraculous. I walk in the miraculous. I walk in the supernatural. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Pray, 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 pray. Let's Last prayer. Come on, fire, fire on. The almost done fire on. I am a 
God bless you. So please, if you have a if you have a bottle of oil around you, I want you to lift up the oil, bottle of oil around you. Just lift it up. I want to anoint ourselves before we go. Um, I I didn't plan to prophesy to anybody, but I just sent a release in my spirit. So I'm gonna do it in in about four or five minutes. Then we are done. Uh, just a few people. I I sense a release in my spirit to do it. Uh, I have to obey, so I'll do that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So if you are ready, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this element. It loses its naturalness. In the name of Jesus Christ, it receives your power. It re oh, Ashadaba. It receives your wisdom. See, this oil that is touching your life is about wisdom, especially for the corporate, corporate world, career world, wisdom, distinguishing wisdom. I want you to anoint yourself right now. Anybody doing any corporate work, Anoint, but have this in your mind, wisdom. It also comes with the, uh, those do your own work, your own business. Wisdom is also applied there. So this, this anointing is strategically for wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Oh my God, thank you for wisdom. Receive wisdom as you anoint yourself. Receive wisdom as you anoint yourself. The corporate people distinguishing. See, you, you, you'll be distinguished. Bible says an excellent spirit was found in Daniel. This anointing is bringing you an excellency. An ex a level of excellence, a level of excellence in your life. Excellence. It will be seen in your work. To be seen in your work. Thank you, Lord. The wives here, your husbands will see a level of excellence with your cooking. The men too, it, it will be seen. They'll, so as the oil is touching you, excellence is being added. Wisdom, excellence is being added to you. Father, we thank you for your anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me speak to a few people. Um, um, is it ma Madam, um, is it Yendin Amanda? I hope I'm right. Yendin Amanda and okay, also for Obed. Okay, Yendin Amanda and also for Obed. Um, this is what I, I, I saw in the spirit. I, I saw 
the, the sun moving. And as the sun moved, it moved to your direction, the two of you. I saw the sun shining strongly on you. It's like how, you see, um, when they are doing play, when, if you have ever gone to um, Uncle Eboa's play or any other play, so that they can make the play dark, then they will, they will zero in the light on some somebody, if the person is singing. That's what I saw. Something like that. Strong light shining on the two of you. Bible says, arise and shine, for your light has come. Anytime light comes, it means elevation has come. So you receive elevation, you and your wife, in Jesus' name. And Madam Dinah, I saw keys being handed over to you. Keys. Keys being handed over to you. So receive access to your next level in the name of Jesus. Receive access access to your to your next level. Access to your next level. And Madam Abina Ofosu, I, I, I see you and I see somebody hugging you. As if to say that, you need some level of comfort. Bible says that the Holy Spirit is our soothing spirit. He's our comforter. Be comforted in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that you receive a level of comfort that will make you a comforter. And, I, and I'm asking the Lord, why is God doing all that? And God is saying that for some time now, you've been through a few things. But you see, unknown to you, this thing that you have been through, it is not only because of you, but it is because of the purpose with which God has called you. So God, oh, thank you, Jesus. I, I see you more like a comforter to people. So everything that you are going through, everything that you have been through, that you have felt like you, nobody was there to comfort you, nobody was there to encourage you, all this thing is supposed to build you up and make you a comforter. Receive that grace now. Receive that grace now. Um, Madam um, Agatha, okay, it's already 10.30. I'm moving, I'm moving on a few a few people, then I'm done. Let's give me a few minutes. Madam Agatha um, Oforiwa Asare, I, I see you being taken into something that looks like a boutique and, and you are choosing. It's like you point, the person pays for it. You point, oh, ask and it shall be given. I see access with answered prayer for you. I see access to answered prayer for you. Whatever you prayed about, don't, oh, I hear my ears, tell her not to hesitate in her accent. You see, God is talking about how you pray. God is zeroing in on how you pray. Check how you pray to God. God is ready to answer you, but how you ask him is the problem, Madam Agatha. So please, when you're asking God, don't ask him like an earthly father, no. Bible says even they know how to give gifts. So when asking God, ask God with them. Ask God with expectation, please. So check how you ask God, because God is telling me he's ready to answer. And there's access to answer prayer for you, Madam Agatha. The Lord, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Um, also for Alfred, I see I see gold bars being handed to you. They have been cut like that, cut very nicely, very nicely. And two, two of them, two of them. One was put on each each palm, and when it was put in your palm, it was like it melted. And I saw it running through your veins, running through your veins. And I hear a dimension of God's word. You are going to preach a dimension of God's word. Oh my God, that will be people's imagination. Receive it, Osofo. I bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Receive it in Jesus' name. A, a great dimension of his word. It melted into your hands. Then it was flowing through your veins. So I could see your veins and it had become so gold in color. Thank you, Lord. 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 Uh, oh, uh, um, is it Bell Arwen? The, the 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 contention and struggle is over the contention is over the lord is telling me that benedicta is going through the same benedicta the contention is over everything that is contending with you it is done the battle is over 
celebrate your victory. If I were you, Madam, um, if I were you, Bell Awin and Madam Benedicta, if I were you tomorrow, tomorrow is Sunday. If only you are going to church tomorrow and you should go to church, just get get a seat, get a seat, uh, no matter the amount, let it come from your heart and go and, go and drop it on the altar. Don't even tell the man of God anything or woman of God anything. Just go and drop it on the altar. Just know, you know what God has done. The, the struggle is over. I saw like, I saw like two teams playing. Then the referee took the whistle and whistled. That was like, it was done. That sign close i saw the referee being closed it is done it is done one more person then then we are we are done one one more person one oh uh, thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord um sometimes sometimes um the battle comes at a point that it is it is on our blind side you see um mr adam any battle that came from your blind side that you didn't know anything about but before you knew it it was like you were in it i see the lord coming to your rescue the Lord coming to your rescue. Every every entanglement will melt. Every chain will melt. It will melt, and it is melting in the name of Jesus. Receive your freedom and celebrate your freedom in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord bless everybody for coming on this, this platform today. God bless you. In the beginning, I saw wealth transfer. So generally for everybody, there's wealth transfer. There's well, you will work in a lot of prosperity, a lot of prosperity. People are doing things. Oh, I see helpers all around. I see helpers all around for everybody on this platform, especially those who sell. Oh my god, I'm seeing I'm oh my time. I'm seeing about two or three of us, two or three of us who who do trading, like you buy and sell, you buy and sell, and I'm seeing that you even have issues with your capital. I'm not saying you don't have money to buy the thing, but it's like the capital that you want. To, to like the money you're expecting to invest in the business is like it is not really really coming oh it is not really really coming. but this is what god is saying god is saying like for the israelites and they found favor before the egyptians that they asked them for anything and they gave it to them i see that god is dropping favor before you everyone here who does trade especially buying and selling buying and selling god is giving you favor before people you buy from oh my god god is giving you favor before them when you go, when you go, it will shock you. And I and I, I wish that this testimonies will be taken down, especially those who do buying and selling here. You can only get a testimony. Please take it, give it to Apostle. Let Apostle know about it. And I'm, I'm seeing it so clearly. It's like you have money to do your buying, but it's like the capital you want to invest. You are not getting it. You are not getting to that particular capital. And you want to see the person. Say, oh, okay, I'll give it to you on credit. When you finish, oh, you anytime you want to pay. This is the worst of the person as I'm looking at the vision. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. There's world transfer for everybody. Receive it. God bless you all. God elevate everybody. Ah, If you are here, I'm seeing somebody on this platform. Eh? It's like um your teeth. The person is like either you're wearing gold teeth or like the teeth that you're wearing, one of them is artificial. One of, God is touching your mouth right now. I see God touching your mouth right now. And I'm seeing that you are being elevated to stand before great people. My God. A a, a, like a large crowd. You are here. You one of you is one. One of either you are wearing a gold one or one of your teeth is artificial. Maybe God broke it. I don't know about that. We see in part and we prophesy in part. What I'm seeing is that one of them is artificial. If you are here, one of them is artificial. Just know that the Lord is touching your mouth and he's presenting you before great people. 
great people or you are here you are connected to anybody like that either the i'm see i, I still see the gold one either gold or something like that gold gold one of the teeth is artificial you are connected to somebody like that let the person know that god is bringing to the, the person to a place of prominence before great people before great. the lord bless everybody here the lord elevate everybody here the lord make his face to shine upon everybody here um god bless you um apostle loves all of you um he wishes all of you well and you will you will hear his voice very 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 soon one more time apostle god bless you thank you so much for this wonderful privilege i i don't ever and will never take it for granted it is always a privilege and i'll forever see it like that the lord bless you all um can we share the words of the grace please the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. See you soon. Bye.